Welcome to this episode of Jimbo Jamboree. With me, I'm Jamie, and who's that in the corner? Hi, hello, hello, I'm James. Hi, hello. (laughs) I just, I felt like you were mocking me a little bit there, but that's fine. No, no, don't be silly, darling, no. Fuck it, don't sound like that. Potatoes are so weird, aren't they? (laughs) Have you ever tried putting a potato up your arsehole? (laughs) Ah, okay. You can't do that at the beginning. (laughs) I had big plans to be professional and all James-like. And now you've you've ruined everything, haven't you? Hmm? Uh, Hello, yes, it's me, James. Hello. (laughs) 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 Okay. Right. So with today's episode, I'm going to be doing it. I don't know why I've agreed to do this. I've, I've, I've not even agreed to do it. I've done it in my own head. Yeah, you suggested it. Yes. Uh, I thought it might change up things. We'll see how it goes. I mean, to be fair, if everybody hates it, I'm not going to be doing it very often, so it's fine. It might even just be a one-off, see how it goes. So today, we're going to be talking about... What do you think it's going to be about, James? Sex. Putting things inside you. Absolutely correct. Yeah. You are absolutely right there, Sunshine. There is a shock. You do one episode and it is about what you've basically spent all the other episodes talking about. Mm. Yeah. However, it's not going to be... I would. I don't want you to be worried. What a shock. Okay. I'm this not worried. The... I, don't, I don't have to talk. <laughs> I can just let, I leave you to it. Yes. And, and I want you to be involved. This was the thing. So I'm not going to be all proby. You know, I'm not going to ask you about your personal experiences. You're welcome to offer them up to me if you feel like it. But okay. I won't be probing for anything. All right. This is going to be. I'm hopefully going to take it like you do. I'm going to learn you something. All okay. Right? Sounds good. Great. We'll start off easy. I've already spoken about this in the past, but I'd like to ask you: How important is sex to you? I've, I think I've spoken about it before. Have you? It's important, but it's not crucial. Okay. It's it's good to have it, but if it was taken away from me, it wouldn't mean that I'd end things, if you know what I mean. Yes. Do you have any... What's the right words? Any any qualms when it comes to sex? Do you feel like you've got... Uh, there, are, there are certain things, you get to a certain point, and you say no. So when it. you said I'm this wasn't having... going to be... Pro- this, when you said this wasn't going to be a probing... Yes. <laughs> you've already come in with a question, which is a, 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 huge, a huge probe. Ah, well, what I meant to say was it's not going to be probing in terms of you and your partner right now and me and my wife right now. But I'm allowed to ask you questions about how you think and feel about the intercourse. That's not necessarily directly involved with anybody else. I don't want to even get involved with like past relationships. I'm just asking you opinions about what you feel about it. Do I have limits? Is, is that what you're asking? Yes, yes. Of course. I think everybody has limits. Okay. Are you are you aware then um, that there are there are certain things that are banded around that are perhaps 
on the extreme end of it. Obviously, I I'm not, uh, you know, completely blind to it all. I just don't like talking about it. I think I'll probably okay. know most of the stuff you're about to talk to me about. Have I heard of munting? So have you heard of a little known? Have you heard of munting? Have you heard of a little known? No, I'm munting. Asking. Yep. Have I heard of it? Yep. No. Ah, well, you know, my my sexual, you know, experiences, not experiences, but knowledge exceeds yours. Well, this is this is perfect. This is how I was going to start the whole thing. What we're going to do, we're going to run through a few of the things that I have researched, okay? A little known website called Urban Dictionary. I'm sure nobody else has heard of it in the entire world. Have you heard of it before? Yeah. Yeah? And can you explain what Munting is? Yeah, Urban is? Dictionary. I think loads of people. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need to go on Urban Dictionary to tell you. But it's where you dig up um, a corpse and then yes. one person squats over it. Like, I guess with your genitals right. hanging around near the mouth. And then another person jumps on it. And so all the juices fire up into your genitals. That is absolutely fucking disgusting. Yep. And this is... Look at me. I'm being you. I'm being more disgusting than you. Because I am this you. This is the thing. And you're me. It's boring being <sighs> me, isn't it? Oh, well. I've got others. Oh, here's a boring fact about something I've read on the internet. What do you think about this, Jamie? Oh, I'll just be really funny about it. And say stuff about dicks and fannies. I feel I feel like we're we're going off on a tangent slightly. I'm just trying to trying to do a good job at the moment. So this is my first time. Carry on. This is my first time at this. So there's a little known website that nobody's ever heard of called Urban Dictionary. If somebody tells you things in the playground or in your workplace, they'll say words like my good friend James has just done then munting. Apparently, yep. that's a real thing that people do. Anything that people think up of, they that's they they think of something, they put it down on a website, and then we find out about it. All right. I don't think she's. I don't think anyone's ever done that though. I don't think mm. anyone's ever actually done that. I think if you jumped on a body, I don't know if stuff would necessarily come out the mouth. I think it would just squish. Well, some of them are. Anyway, you carry on. My disgustingness aside, you you carry on with what you were planning on doing. So, on the on the scale of one to ten of how believable it would be, or Let's do that. On a scale of 1 to 10, how believable would you believe Munting to be, that somebody would have tried it? Oh, um, well, I think people may have tried it, but I don't think it'd be successful. So I guess like 4? Four? 4, really? For something that gruesome? <clears throat> well, I was once told, I can't remember who by, if you've ever thought of something, someone has probably done it. Because there's been so many humans and so many weird people, mm. and it may not be like nowadays, but in the past when people were you know, less intelligent and... Things were a bit weirder. Maybe they gave it a go. They thought, oh, this would be funny if you squat over this corpse and then I'll jump on it. Mm. Yeah. But I can't imagine it happens much now because obviously corpses aren't just kicking around for you to grab hold of and jump on. Well, they shouldn't be in general anyway. To be fair, yeah. should they? No. Uh, okay, so there's another one that I've... I... Raging Bull. Have you heard of this? No. Do you want me to guess what they mean? Oh, well, yeah, that's a good idea as well. I'm sort of taking over your podcast again by coming up with ideas. That's all right. But Raging Bull, well, I assume I would go to the penis and assume it's some kind of, like, erection that's, like, really painful and you just need to get out your pants and do something with Uh, it. No. No? No. Okay. The Raging Bull is um, an act where you have sex with a um, partner. I'm going to say partner unless it's specific for two women. Yep. And you... Do them doggy, grab them by the hair, 
and then whisper somebody else's name in their ear and see how long it takes for you to ride that person before they get off of you. Oh, that's not very nice, is it? No, not a lot of these are, to be fair. Oh, okay. That's that's the raging bull, apparently, so... Okay. I don't really advocate that sort of thing. It probably hurts somebody's feelings more than actually getting punched out afterwards. Yeah. Uh, next, then. <laughs> okay, done with that. Do you have any more to say on the raging bull? No, all I thought was is it's slightly misnamed. Because a bull is obviously normally one that's, like, banging. Like, the bulls never get banged. I know what it means. It's like like a rodeo cowboy thing. Yeah. But, yeah, you should probably call it a raging cow. Because mm. the cows are the ones that receive. Well, as usual with the Urban Dictionary, there are lots of different... Um, there are different things for the same thing. They're all the same sort of stuff. But it does say specify, like, fat people. Oh. Yeah, it does specify fat people. One that says you've got to say, I have AIDS and see how long you can ride them. It's, uh, oh, God. It's, it's, a, it's a bit cruel. Yeah, I don't understand why there isn't just one definitive, definitive answer. Have you ever tried any of these? Have you tried the Raging Bull with anyone? No. In fact, of all of them, no, I don't think I have. That is a spoiler. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, uh, There (laughs) may be one. Oh, how boring. How weird would it be if I've, like, done all of them? Except this one, obviously. But maybe, like, oh, yeah, I I do it all the time. I really don't think that you would. Well, let's find out. I chose these ones specifically. Okay, next one. Oh, this is quite... Have you heard of the Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so everybody knows about the Spider-Man. Well, that's a Jimmy Carr joke, I believe. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's how he laughs. That is how he laughs. Yes, that is when you do your business on your hand and then show your partner up close and say Spider-Man. Or you chuck it at them. Oh, okay. With with web-slinging hand motions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of what I meant. I did know that. Okay, hmm. alright. So, I think I've already I think I've already explained this to you before, so you may have a better understanding of it now. A rusty trombone? Uh, yeah, you did explain that to me when we were in Weatherspoons once. It was quite a while ago. Yeah, I mean, obviously the trombone action is blowing and pumping your arm. So I'm guessing you're behind said individual. Yes. Uh, blowing up their, their bottom and obviously pumping them at the same time. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, the idea is not to blow, by the way. It's to rim. Oh, okay. Well, that's not really... Yeah, but you don't rim a trombone. You don't lick your trombone. I know, but it is just a word. And this, uh, this is, I think, is more believable, so people will have done this. Yeah. So there are people that will have licked a bumhole and then wanked somebody off at the same time. Have you done that? a trombone player in full chorus. Have you been a trombone player? I haven't, no. No, I've mm. never had a homosexual experience, unfortunately. Have you not? No, no, no. As I said, I've I've, that I've kissed a bloke um, that was in a truth or dare scenario. Oh yeah, but I think I think a lot of people are age of, in fact, even older have kissed the same gender and it's not really been a big deal. Uh, it's proper tongue though, like proper full on snog. Yeah, I think I've done that in the past. In fact, I know I have. I was um, I was at a Glastonbury wedding and um, they said you had to kiss the person that was standing next to you, and my my mate was standing next to me and. We were very drunk, so um, yeah, that was an unusual day for me. Yes, yeah. He was surprisingly good, actually. He was really, he got into it. 
Like, I thought he'd be really reserved and it would be like just awkward, but like, no, we both went for it. Well, that's nice. Which is more of a problem for him because he had a girlfriend. I, I was single, so I didn't feel bad. But I, afterwards, I was worried about his girlfriend. I mean, it wasn't like a romantic kiss. I think it was like a ridiculous one. But as I said, it was quite a good kiss. So it was like, I don't know. It's weird. You're allowed homosexual experiences. It's fine. No, I didn't say you weren't. But obviously, I just, because he was with someone at the time and it was, it was quite a passionate kiss, let's say. Well, I would have loved to have been there when the when he told his girlfriend uh, what was he done. Yeah, it? but he's now broken up with that girlfriend, so. Well, um, and it's also it's also a very common thing for people to say, oh, I'm really surprised that you've never done a homosexual thing or you're not homosexual. I've had that throughout most of my life, which is fine. I deal with it relatively well. I don't know why it, be, I don't know why it comes as a shock. No, all I, all, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why. I don't, I, well... Mm. I think ki- I think kissing a man counts as a homosexual experience, doesn't it? Yeah. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Hom- a homosexual experience would be just being turned on by another man. Because that's what homosexual means. Because you can have sex with a man and not be gay. If you're not turned mm. on by the fact that you're having sex with a man and you're thinking about having sex with a woman, then I suppose that technically means you're not homosexual. I don't know. Sexuality is a broad spectrum, and I am surprised people still refer to themselves as straight or gay. Well, I mean, it's not. It's getting blurry, blurry by the day, isn't it, really? Yeah, as it should. Because you love who you love, oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what hangs between somebody's legs. If you love them, that's all that matters. No, exactly. And I, I, I would never rule out having a homosexual relationship at all. Well, you've told me you want to have one you with fall me. In love with the person, not the sex. You have told me you would go gay for me many times. I'm never sure what to do with that information. I would, but I mean, you got a bit of baggage, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> I'd imagine you'd be quite difficult. Very rewarding. Do you know, I've said that to my partner, and I think she would tell me if I was difficult, and I've always said, I'm sorry, I'm so difficult. She says, you're not. She says, I'm not that difficult, which surprises me, because I would think I'm impossible. Yeah. But she is very understanding. <laughs> Maybe you save all that stuff up for your friends. And very laid back. <laughs> save what stuff up? All of the annoying stuff. Maybe just save it up for all your friends around you. Oh, but I don't try to be annoying. I'm just, I think that things I do must be, but she doesn't seem to find them annoying. Well, that's nice. She seems to find them endearing. She finds them endearing. Hence why we've now been together, as of yesterday, four years. Woohoo! Anyway. Can we go back to sex now, please? Yes, carry on. Thank you. Okay. With each other or talking about it? I mean, it, we're not in the same room, so it'd be very difficult. And also, we were only not talking about sex for like ten seconds. I know, it's ridiculous. This is my podcast and I want to talk about <laughs> sex. Yeah, but we were talking about us having sex, or is that making you feel too uncomfortable? Oh, no, 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 it's fine. What, we, okay. what do you think our sex would be like then? Uh, what? Who would give and who would take? You would definitely be taken, bitch. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't think either of us uh, would want to penetrate the other one's bottom. Oh, no, no, no. No, I think I think we'll be... Well, I would like to be very fair about it. I'd like to be a bit of both. I think we just wank each other off. Oh, right, yeah. right. Are you uh, just wanking me off? Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm going straight up your bum hole. <laughs> well, I did say in the other episode, I do have a nice bum. Well, yeah, this has still got to be... I've still got to see this yet. I mean, you Oh, and do you know what? When I, oh, I'll show it to you when I next see you. We just don't see each other very often. No. I'll send you a picture at the end of the podcast. Uh, well, I, I, was, I was telling Jamie before this episode that um, my girlfriend has finally listened to one, and she listened to one where we were talking about my bottom. No, we were talking about bottoms, men and women's bottoms. And before I mm. said it, she said, you've got a really good bum, because Jamie was saying that men don't have good bumps. But she's a woman, so I guess, you know, different opinions. Yeah, yeah. She did say, which is what I said, mine is definitely not square. Well, that would have probably help in the in the grand scheme of things. Hmm. Yeah. But no, I'd definitely... I'd be, I'd be I mean, trying... I don't really know. I've, ne- 
I've never really looked at my bum, if I'm being honest. No? Have you never looked in the mirror? Spread eagle? No, I don't think I have, actually. I don't think I've even looked over my shoulder at my bum. I wouldn't know what my bum looks... Like, I think if you've got a line-up of bums, I wouldn't necessarily be able to pick mine out. I think that's ridiculous. Everybody's got to go through that initial um, checking yourself out phase. Well, I probably did when I was younger, but it's probably changed a lot now, so I don't think I'd recognise my own bum. Ah, no, I'm always looking at myself in the mirror. Yeah, well, you are. We know you masturbate to yourself in the mirror, but I'm talking about me. Well, only if there's nothing else to watch. (laughs) That's how I know what my bum looks like, mate. I honestly don't. Fucking bent right over. (laughs) 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 I like that I can still shock you in this. That's good. How can you see it if you're bent right over? You've got, like, two mirrors. Well, I mean, you can just put your head underneath, can't you? (laughs) Well, yeah, you haven't got much dangling in the way to obstruct your view, so yes. I mean, it's difficult nowadays because my humor is Burned, I burned you. I was going to, no, I was going to agree. See, look, see, you were saying in the last episode that you're horrible to me. I think I'm way more nasty to you. We were discussing our sexual intercourse. Can we talk about that quickly before we go back to these things? Yes. Okay. What do you, I I think we'd be, be very exploratory. Um, So we do everything under the sun. Just give it a go. I'd need um, a whole day with you. I wouldn't just want to do it once. We'd be doing it all day. Yeah, we'd both be given everything a try. So there yeah. wouldn't be any limitations there. But I think this is your fantasy rather than reality. Well, I mean, obviously you've got to consent to it. Otherwise, it's weird. Well, I think it might be like that film Hump Day. Have you ever seen that where the two guys have to have sex? I haven't seen it, but that's apparently like the premise. It's like these two... No. I don't know, understand why, but two men have to have sex with each other. Oh, I think it's a dare. I think it's on a dare. But anyway, if I had to have sex with you, I can guarantee you we would not be trying everything. We would be doing the bare minimum. <laughs> I'm a bit hurt by that, James, to be honest with you. Like if someone put a gun to my my girlfriend's head or my why does it head take and they said you have to have sex for somebody with James. to put a gun to your head because I don't want to have sex with you. Right. I know that's hurt hurt I know that hurts you. I know it's it's upsetting, but it's not new news for you. You know I don't want to have sex with you. Otherwise we would have had sex. Wouldn't this we? is hypothetical. Yeah, no, but I'm still saying in the hypothetical scenario where we have to have sex, it's not going to be good sex. It's going to be terrible sex. Well, it's going to be bad sex with that attitude, mister. I am not going to be into it. I'm. You'll be lucky if I can get a semi. You'll just be coaxing the cum out of my flaccid penis. Well, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm probably going to cry tonight. <laughs> Have you heard of the donkey punch? Uh, I have because there was a film called Donkey Punch uh, a few years ago. Okay, so the description I have of it is uh, when you're engaged in anal sex and when you're about to ejaculate, you punch your poor partner in the back of the head so the anal cavity tightens to make the orgasm all that more better. Surely you're... See, I think that's not true because I think if you pass out, your arse would relax. But it doesn't say anything about passing out, does it? If you punch... uh, Well, say it again. Uh, engaged in anal sex and when you're about to ejaculate, you punch the partner in the back of the head so the anal cavity tightens. Oh. So they don't pass out? No, no, no. It's just a shock, isn't it? Yeah. So if you if you do anything, it doesn't have to be a punch in the back of the head to do it. I don't understand you why that's happening. A slap. But yeah, you could do anything. Well, that would be the biggest shock. And it'd tighten. You wouldn't be expecting that. You could even scream really loudly. Just go, ah! Is that what the film was about then? I don't know. I never watched it. But it was in the cinema, so it definitely can't have been about that. Because that wouldn't get released, would it? Well, it probably wasn't. The story wouldn't have been just about anal sex, would it? No. Uh, yeah, 2008, film called Donkey Punch. Thriller, indie film. Horror, apparently. Probably isn't very interesting for anyone. No. I shouldn't imagine so. I've, it, the fact that I've only heard of it like a couple of times and I, 
it's not it follows a group of English people on holiday in Spain who end up fighting for their lives it's it's probably just a name that they thought was funny and they thought they'd oh this will be funny I will put this horror movie out and it'll have like a sexual thing in it so it'll trick people into watching it yeah I can't really I was just looking on the website on the website on the internet well whilst you're doing that the next term is called Dirty Sanchez it's about coax- it's about it's about just coaxing women onto a boat to have sex with them Oh no, he does it. I mean, it's it's a great concept, I'm sure. And then they then they basically all go nuts on the boat and start killing each other. Yeah, excellent. It sounds horrible. I'm like continuing to read the description. It just sounds really horrid. Can you just focus? Sorry for ruining your episode. Can you just I'll, focus I'll for yeah, one sorry. second, please? Yes, donkey punching. I don't want to donkey punch someone. Do I want a dirty Sanchez someone? Okay. I think I know what that is as well. So I'm surprising you, aren't I, with my dirty knowledge? Well, it's got a different thing on here. So I, I I thought of it probably the way that you did, but go on. Well, it involves you doing um, the backdoor sex and then assuming the person hasn't cleaned themselves out properly, you might get a bit of muck on your wanger and then you paint a nice moustache on their face. <laughs> oh, I loved your description. Yes, that's that's what it is. They, they're, not as, um, they're not as cute as your description is, but that's nice. <laughs> Okay. The only added bit on that. I'm actually blushing now. You made me feel embarrassed. That was really funny, though. Uh, so they, so the added bit, the, yeah, they they put the poo on the lip, and then apparently they put it in the mouth oh. without wiping it off first. Oh, the result God. is that as the dick is thrust between the lips, shit is scraped no. off and comes to rest upon no. her upper lip. No. In a moustache configuration. Oh, you'd need a lot on there for it to do that. <laughs> Unless it was like one of those like pencil line moustache. That's nasty. Yes. Surely no one is... Because also, it would have to be quite sludgy yeah. oh, blah, blah, for it to do that. Yeah. And also, then you'd get a bit of a goatee as well. Because there's no saying it's just all going to collect on the top. Yeah. I mean, again, the, the, I don't believe that any of these things are really like... Oh, I guarantee you someone's done that in the past. That will have happened. Oh, yeah. I've seen two girls one cup. I don't necessarily think that was real, to be fair. I mean, obviously, anything coming out know, of their bums is not nice. Have you watched it? Yeah, yeah. It just looked like ice cream. It didn't look like real poo. No, I know, but I think because it's been in and out and in and out, it sort of changes its density. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. You, hopefully, you're right. Hopefully, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I was just as disgusted as everybody else, but I do believe that it... I don't believe that it was shit. I don't. It, it didn't have the right consistency and look to it for it to be shit. It just looked like ice cream. But like Mr. Whippy was coming out of our arsehole. pirate no also just a bit of good news for everyone the donkey punch film cost a million to make and it only made 486,000 at the box office so it failed oh shame so that horrible film didn't do well and as you can probably hear I've had a bit to drink and I'm not sure what's interesting anymore also if you wanted to watch something that was a bit dodgy you could watch an actual porn it's really really very simple don't go to something that sounds like a porn film yeah uh, that's made by Hollywood that's never going to be good. I don't think this is made by. This won't have been made by Hollywood, but anyway. So the angry pirate then, when a man is receiving head while standing and his partner is on their knees, just before he ejaculates in his partner's mouth, he pulls out and shoots a load in the partner eye. 
This will cause the partner to shut the eye with the semen in it. When the partner jumps up in anger, the man kicks when the partner is up in the shin, causing the partner to jump up and down, holding the kick leg and screaming, Arr! in pain. Yeah, that one's just too involved. No one's going to do that. It's very involved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody has done that again. You think? Yeah, definitely. I mean, they've... It, this is all this is all bants, isn't it? This is proper blokey blokes that go out to Ibiza or Magaluf and this is the sort of thing that they will do just for the shits and giggles of their lads. I don't know if they'd actually done it though. I wonder if somebody just said they did it. Yeah. Surely the partner could stop that from happening before it went that far. Yeah. I mean you'd have to be quick about it, surely. Yeah. Very quick reflexes. So the um, rainbow kiss. Oh god, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Where Although no, cuz I once I was once talking to someone about this, and I think I misunderstood it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I do know the right <laughs> meaning of rainbow kiss. This this description of it is very informative and lovely. When a guy gives head, God, I, my just just I'm just gonna jump in on. here. My mum wants to listen to these. We'll probably skip this. My mum really wants to listen to these. <laughs> just say, well, this one's probably not all right. She can't listen to any of them because of you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really pushing the boat out on this one. Yeah, I don't. I may not release this one. <laughs> well, it might, might get banned. It might be too rude. This might be. This is only the first. Hey, this is all on the internet. This is informative. It's it's off of a website. Yeah, yeah. This is research. Right. Well, rainbow kiss. So, are you just going to tell me or do you want me to say what I think it is? Go on then. Well, I thought it was to do with. Uh, so, a lady is on her. Uh, her late her her time, her time. <laughs> a period is a fine word to use. To be a real lady, and the man does his business. So his business is in there, and her business is in there. And then he goes down on her and gives her some tongue loving, and gets gets the stuff on his face. Is that right? Um, it's mm, no. It's it's more about the exchanging oh, okay. of fluids. So right, okay. Um so a guy will go down on a girl and get the period blood in his mouth. Okay, so I was right about that bit. And a girl what? gives the guy head and gets to come in her mouth and then once the mm. two things are collected, they kiss each other to make a rainbow kiss. I mean it wouldn't be a rainbow, it'd just be like a pinky. This is Whoa. the thing that I thought. I there's a definite wrongness here because it's not a rainbow kiss, it's just red and white. Anyway, what's the next one? <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> this one's called the Cum Dragon. Oh my god, that sounds even worse. Have you heard of the Cum Dragon? <laughs> no, this one I've genuinely never heard of. Okay. Uh, oh dear. Whoa, 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 whoa. Am, I not, am I not going to try and guess what it is again? Yes. Because I like trying to make stuff up. Cum Dragon. Yeah. So dragons obviously breathe fire. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's it's probably not this, because obviously they're, they're generally much worse than I would guess, but it's when a man comes to fruition... And um, it's painful, like it burns, like a bit like if you have a curry and it burns on the other end, but like out the out the penis. No, so it's like a burning ejaculation, I guess. No. So this uh, this is when you ejaculate in a partner's mouth and push their head down really fast so they choke and all the cum flies out their nose. Right. I mean, again, <laughs> that's horrid. And, the, and why would you want to do that with someone you just made love with? Uh, a lot of these I wouldn't really want to do. No, to be fair. And and again, it kind of would she necessarily choke on it? 
Um, well, I think the idea of it is is because the mouth and the nose are connected, aren't they? So if you push them down really hard, they're going to breathe out of their nose. Oh, right. So you're still inside when this happens. Yes, yes. I thought she'd like popped off and then you just push her head down. No, 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 no. So you're, yeah, at the point of ejaculation, push like, the head like down. Like you were dunking her in a pool. You're basically forcing somebody to ejaculate out of yeah, their nose. Yeah, that's horrid. I mean, yeah, or choke. I mean, they might not shoot out there. They might just inhale it into the lungs and start choking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, all of these things are quite dangerous, aren't they, really? So, when you said this episode was about sex, it's actually about horrible sex. It's about really nasty sex. Um, yes, actually. In actual okay. fact, this is mostly horrible stuff that I'm going to be telling you. No, oh, right, we're not even... I, th- I was hoping we were nearly done. No, 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 this is only the first part. Okay, the last one on the Urban Dictionary is one that's very close to my heart. I've never tried it, but I love the sound of it. It's called Charizarding. So you'd want to do this? I wouldn't want to do or- it. You just like it because it's a Pokemon. I like the idea of it. Yeah, I like Pokemon. Okay, so... Well, his tail is on fire. Yeah. He is a fire Pokemon. He's a fire Pokemon, Mm -hmm. and he's a big dragon, and his tail's on fire. So I would assume it is when uh, you light up, you you ejaculate, and then as you do, you you throw a shot of tequila over your penis, and you set it on fire. Okay, so it's not too far from it really <laughs> it's it's slightly more it's um it's basically less mental <laughs> you... <laughs> you light a girl's pubes on fire put it out of your jizz <laughs> then flap your oh, arms close, and say you don't have enough badges to train me and run out the door Again, that that one I don't think has ever happened. No, I don't. But it's a cute image, though, isn't it? It's very funny. But pubes burn very quickly. Yeah, I know from experience. Not pubes, but hair. Hair burns very quickly. So you got to be ready with your load, then. Yeah, and also to ejaculate enough to pull out a, put out a full bush, I think, is um, optimistic. But it's very funny. It's, I'm sorry. Uh, this is what I do in every episode. I ruin everything that's funny. But um, it, yeah, it's it's cute. But it, that that one. I think has never successfully happened. I think people may have tried to do it, but that one has never gone full course. No, no, I shouldn't imagine so. No. But I would like you to try one day and I look forward to hearing your wife telling me about it. Oh, you see, I don't know. When it comes to fire, that's a bit, that's a bit too much, isn't it? <laughs> don't be dangerous. I mean, it's the same as Michael, Michael Hutchins, was it? Who like strangled himself to death whilst having a wank. It's just not worth it, is it? I mean, if you're going to put yourself in serious danger just for a better orgasm, it's not worth it. Depends how much better the orgasm is. Well, I mean, asphyxiation is something that's really, really popular. And I think the smell of burning pubes is definitely going to get you going. Really? No, burning hair smells rank. It is. It's awful. Yeah, so it's just all... Anyway, that's good. Move on. Okay. Um, so, because you said this is just part one, so what's part two? So, um, would you like to know about a very old, 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 um, most common sexually transmitted diseases? Sure. This is in the UK as well. The study was taken. I think it was taken on 2015. So I think the results were like 2016. Okay. Chlamydia. 
Oh, are you aware of chlamydia? I am. You are lovely. I've never experienced it, but I'm aware that it's a problem for some. I think it says um, it's the most common bacterial infection in the UK. Yeah, I think I knew that as well. Cases have doubled, doubled in six years, and it's thought to affect nine percent of sexually active women under twenty-five. Wow, that is a lot. Between 1999 and 2000, diagnosis rose by 20 percent to 27,702 in males and 26% to 36,298 in females. Mm. That is upsetting. For sexually active people, for people like me, it doesn't really, you know, it's not really a problem. It is slightly dated, though. I mean, like, we were talking 2000, that was. I thought it was more recent than that. Yeah, that's old. I mean, that's like 20 years old. Oh, my goodness. All of these are really old. They're all, like, 2000s. Well, that's probably not going to be much use then, is it? No, not really. All right. <laughs> Look what happened 20 years cut, ago. <laughs> cut that bit then. <laughs> no, it's staying in. Staying in. Oh, here we go. Okay. Right. So, um, so yeah, these are quite dated. I won't talk about the prevalence um, on these things. I'll just briefly talk about the um, symptoms, if that's all right with you. I'm sure that you already know. But it might help people. So chlamydia, um, men often don't get symptoms, but they can include inflammation of the urethra, discharge from the penis, and itchiness around the opening and tenderness in the testicles. In women, symptoms often do not appear, but the disease can cause pelvic inflammation and a range of abdominal problems. In fact, I will skip down to the 2015 one, because I think they sort of touch on it anyway. And if not, I can always skip back to it if I want to. Okay, so chlamydia, as we were talking about... This is talking about England now, and this was diagnosed in 2015. So this is much more recent. Yep. There were... I'm excited. <laughs> there were a total of 200,288 chlamydia diagnoses in 2015. Wow. That's a lot, isn't it? That's on the rise then. Because that was way more than you said in the 2000. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that was the UK. Goodness gracious. Yeah, that's like 70. No, that's 170,000. Surely that's not right. 170,000? Um, could be. I mean, people have a lot more. Do people have more sex now? Well, obviously people are having. No, no, you're right. More unprotected sex. Not that I'm feeling you're stealing your episodes, but um, STDs are a record high. <laughs> wow. In the UK. So you're, you're right. Yeah. People are filth. Well, I mean, you say that, but during 2015, over 1.5 million chlamydia tests were carried out among 15 to 24-year-olds. Do you know what, though? Um, just as a bit of boring interjection, because that's what I'm all about. No, it's interesting. More people test themselves nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so it might have just been that loads of people had it and they just didn't realise. Yeah, but I mean, they've, they've, they've fucked it up for the people, you know, that, have, that they didn't know and they've shagged them and then they've got it again. Yeah. It's a very selfish thing. I think, I think especially with STIs, that you should be up front with people or just get it fucking checked out straight away and don't be scared that you're going to go to the doctors and they're going to do something to you. You've got something already. You going to the doctor mm. is not going to make anything any worse. You need to go to the doctor and sort it out. And so mm. many people do it. So many people just leave it and leave it, hoping it will go away. It's not going to go away. That's not what an STD is. 
It stays there. And all you're doing is you're fucking up all of the people that you're shagging. Yeah, uh, you're right. I've just done a bit of research myself. It's not just chlamydia. Gonorrhea and syphilis have shot up. In In the last 10 years, so 2008, there were 2,500 for syphilis. Uh, now there is over five thousand, over six thousand, and then gonorrhea has gone from fifteen thousand to forty-five thousand. I feel like you're pissing on my fire a bit here, but that's I'm not pissing on my fire. I'm helping interesting, you. Nevertheless, still nevertheless very interesting. <clears throat> and Christ, if you look up pictures of syphilis, you would definitely not want to get syphilis. That is disgusting. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't recommend anybody look up images of these things because they're all disgusting. They all look. In do you want some other facts, (laughs) or am I overtaking your episode too much? No, I've got facts. Stop. Well, do you? Well, I'm just explaining why the the, why syphilis is on the rise. Uh, Let me talk about my syphilis bit first, then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Mine's up to date and current, but you know yours is useless. It's not that easy, is it? All the work I do in these episodes, and you take it for granted, swoop in and be funny, and everyone thinks I'm boring because I've actually done research and trying to help people learn things. So, syphilis, there were 5,288 new diagnoses <laughs> in 2015, increased from 4,412 in 2014. Okay, so yours is actually more accurate than mine. Mine was a sort of a rough guess. I was I was looking at a graph. Yeah, I got this from a That's good. from a proper website. Yep. Yep, well done. Um the highest rate of diagnosis in 2015 was among males aged 25 to 34. This is this seems to be like the case with all of these things. Oh no, and 35 to 44. Oh, so there's two sets of mm. demographics. Okay. Males accounted for 94% of all syphilis diagnoses and men who have sex with men accounted for 79.4% of it. Mm. There were 1,268 diagnoses among people aged 45 and over. So, you know, there's still the older people. They're getting it as well. So why is it the boys then, Jamie? Why are boys more likely to have these problems than girls? Take it away. Sorry? Well, I assume you've looked it up. I haven't. So you take it away. No, I don't. I'm asking you. I assumed you'd know. No. I don't do that much information. Oh. Well, I could make a guess, but I don't know because I haven't researched it. Neither have I. Uh, my assumption is it's because, obviously, if more men are having it, it's to do with the type of sex they're having. So I assume it's to do with the fact that they're homosexuals. So they would only be having oral and anal intercourse. And those places, you're probably more likely to be able to transmit uh, sexual diseases than in the with, obviously, vaginal sex. That would be my assumption. I'm pretty sure that's true, because obviously that was the whole thing with AIDS. It sounds right. Because obviously you're more likely to have open wounds in your mouth, and you're more likely to damage the anus if you're having sex. So obviously vaginas are designed for it, whereas anuses are not technically designed for sex. So you're more likely to have a tear, which would then bleed, and then if you get the contaminated things in there, that would be a problem. I don't know this, I'm just... I'm I'm using my very limited knowledge to assume why it's more likely that men are having these problems than women. Because obviously if women are having sex, they will just be doing stuff generally in their vaginas and there's less chance of contamination, I guess. I don't know. All of these things that I'm looking at... (laughs) I miss having my research to fall back on. (laughs) 
Yeah, so you think it doesn't really... Uh, there's loads of websites about it, but there's, there's nothing that actually says why men get it more than women do. I mean, there is, there's lots of websites that say, oh, well, you know, it's, it's bad for both parties. But, I don't know. Uh, the only other thing is, I, maybe men are more confident with going to get them checked. Whereas women may be more embarrassed because there's still that thing in society, which is if men have a lot of sex, they're seen as studs. Whereas if women have a lot of sex, they're seen as whores, which I don't agree with at all, by the way. I think you're all whores if you're having loads of sex. Um, but that might be it. You know, men feel more comfortable about it. So they go to the doctor and say, oh, I've got this. Whereas a woman will go, I'm never telling anyone about this. I will die with this rather than have anybody know that I'm a whore. Not I think you are. I don't think you're a whore. You can do what you want. You can fuck who you want. But if you have a, if you have a problem, you should go and see a doctor, as Jamie said. I personally think, um, I think that they've there's there's something about this where they're not saying it, so a bit, it, it, they're not giving a reason as to why men get it more than women do, because it's probably no, but they must know. Someone must know. Oh yeah, no, I know, but I can't. It's not coming up instantly for me, which is the case for most of the research I've done. Hmm. Oh, okay. So do you know what? I now know why. Go on. So women. Less likely to have symptoms, so less likely to need to check it out. Uh, they're more likely to confuse the symptoms with something else. Oh, do you want me, how, how much detail do you want me to go into? Because it gets quite graphic. I don't know. It depends how much you think that people can handle. Well, I mean, they can just stop listening. Women are less likely to have symptoms of common yeah, STDs, such that, as... Mate. We don't want them to stop listening. Okay, well, I'll say it in my cute way. Okay. So women are more likely to have things coming out of them. Men are less likely. So if a man has something coming out of him, he goes, oh, that's weird, I better go get that checked out. Whereas a woman just goes, eh, that normally happens. Oh, okay. So basically, it's more to do with the fact that women are less likely to go and check it out than men are. That's pretty much the, the crux of it. Well, there's like three degrees of it, apparently, as well. Of what, sorry? There's like... um primary and secondary cases of syphilis oh right we're back on syphilis sorry yeah sure. yeah was it well we're not talking about syphilis uh well i was talking about stis and stds in general oh i see okay in that women just generally are less concerned by them than men are so men are more likely to go and say what is this syphilis fucking 138 cases in 1998 333 in 2000 that's mad that's really low and then we look at the 2015 one and 41,193 new cases diagnosed in 2015. That must just be a, a societal thing of being more comfortable with going to talk to someone about it. It has to be. They're, they're both the UK. I mean, I, I searched the UK specifically. I didn't want to go for, like, the world stuff. Yeah, it can't, it can't be that the cases are on that, that much of a rise. It must literally just be that more people are going to get checked out. Yeah, maybe. Of course they are, because there are those programs like How Sick Is My Body or whatever it is. Mm. Um, you know, the ones where they're like, oh, my dick's got loads of pimples and spots and there's stuff all coming out of me <laughs> on TV. Uh, yeah, I love that show. It's funny. Well, I've never watched it. Have you not? It's quite good. I did once when I was younger because I was hoping it might be like titillating, but it wasn't. It was just disgusting. No, no not um, But yeah, I mean, if you've got people going on TV and pulling out their bits that are all infected and gross, of course you're going to be more comfortable going under the doctor. Whereas, like, 20, 30 years ago, well, probably more than that, but you'd have gone under the doctors and the doctor would have judged you. Whereas now it's just like, no, nah, it's better to just get you better. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It can't be that the cases, the, the numbers are on the rise. I can't believe that it's just that. The 2000 thing was from um, the fpa.org.uk. 
Yeah, oh no, I'm sure that the registered cases are on the rise, but I'm sure that like there's always been that many people with it. It's yeah, just probably. people go and get checked. I mean, a fair bit of it has got to be like passing it along, though. Uh, well, and population grows, but not that much in 20 years. I don't know, it seems crazy. It would be really interesting to know exactly why. Well, it says the general trends. Um, in 2015, the total number of new SCI diagnoses was 434,456. And that was a decrease of 3.4% in 2014. Okay, so that's actually less. Yeah, so that's nice. Yeah. Increases in diagnosis were seen in men who have sex with men, including a 21% increase of, in gonorrhea and a 19% increase in syphilis. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might be partly due to increase, in, increased testing. So it's because they tested more. Yeah, which is all. What, that's what I said, wasn't yeah. it? I yeah. said the more people are being tested. So yeah. that's, that's something. It's, co- it's confirmed it, so. Yeah, that's good. So I'm not a thicky. I know. Young people are more likely to be diagnosed with STI older than older age groups. Mm-hmm. That's because they're having more sex with different people. I'd assume so. Old, pe- old people tend to just have sex with the same person or no one if they're married or involved with a long-term partner. Um, there is a significant geographic variation in the distribution of STIs. Oh, really? Whereabouts? So in 2015, rates were highest in urban areas, especially in London, reflecting to a large extent the distribution of core groups of the population who are at greatest risk of infection and in areas of high, higher deprivation. Oh, okay. But interestingly, on the same in 2015, I did find this. It says UK cities ranked by amount of new STI diagnoses. <laughs> Would you like to know what the top <laughs> oh, five that's are? Charming. Oh, I'd love to. Like, well, I could probably guess. Um, yeah. I wouldn't know the exact order, but London, Birmingham, Manchester—they've all got to be in there. Birmingham's not in there. Is it not? No. I'm very sorry, Birmingham. I didn't mean to offend you. I just was purely going by population. I'm not going to say anymore because I don't want to offend anyone. But London, <laughs> I was I was genuinely surprised by one of these. I think it's in. Um, I will do it from the bottom to the top because I think it was that was the fifth one, the one, the first one that we mentioned. Oh, go on, do it. Let's do it like top of the pops. Number five, we've got Bournemouth. What? Bournemouth, Bournemouth apparently is number five. That's full of old people. Well, apparently in 2015, they were fucking putting about like no one's business. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Bournemouth. Yeah, and that's only down the road from us. I think that's why that was the one that surprised me the most. Because I was like, yeah. oh, okay. But it has been more of a um, place to go for parties and clubbing and stuff nowadays. Is it? Yeah, yeah. The young people that I know at work, they tell me they go places. And one of them that pops up is Bournemouth. Bournemouth. It's a nice club scene. Wow. Well, there's two universities there, so that'll help. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I just thought that's where all the old people went when they retired. They're all the Isle of Wight. It probably used to be. Oh, that's interesting. Anyway, let's carry on. You got to Oh yeah, sorry. Number four, it's Manchester. Hey, I was right about that one. Yeah, which isn't a surprise because of the the amount of people that live there. 
is huge and very sexual. Mm. Who doesn't love a mank accent? Oh, Carl Pilkington. Every time I listen to him, I get a rock on. Oh. Uh, yeah, but not just him. No, the Manchester. I do like the Manchester accent. Mm. I'm not a big fan. I mean, it's all right. It's fine. It's not the most offensive. It's just it wouldn't be up there. Anyway, I'm not doing. I'm not doing the. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Okay, I thought you could cut it together. So it's really quick. They do it like every five, don't they? They don't normally do it for every single one. That would take. We only have. We only have five. Okay, so it is number three. It's Plymouth. Ah, right. Wow. Yeah, I don't really have much of an opinion on that. I don't really don't know anything about Plymouth. Um, I my friend lives there now. It's you know it looks like it needs a bit of money, but it doesn't. There's nothing wrong with it. I liked it. It's got nice, nice shops and nice little coastal area. Um, Wonderful. I mean, there wasn't a lot to do there, so I guess that's why they're all fucking each other. Yeah. So, in at number two, it's Brighton and Hove. Oh yeah. Well, that's actually I'm amazed I didn't say Brighton and Hove. Uh, well, Brighton. Yeah. Because that's obviously a very, very sexually liberated area. Yeah. So uh, it's got a, it's got a reputation for it. Yeah. Yeah, and it, there's no surprises at number one. I'm not even going to do a thing for it. London. Yeah. 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 Oh well, that was. I mean, some of them, Plymouth and Bournemouth, were surprising. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Bournemouth in particular. I mean, that is really interesting. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not going to go into every single one because I mean, as interesting as it is, I mean, we've already we've already you know pointed out that yeah, there's a it's a big increase. We, we've already yeah. discussed that we think it's because, you know, more people are going to the doctors now. So there's more record of it. Yep. And people have more sex. Well, people have more open sex than they used to. I think people have always had lots of sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's just now we're in a society where it's more it's more acceptable to talk about and deal with. And, um, you know, that's a good thing. Because if you got it, you want to get rid of it. <laughs> Not sex. The, the diseases. If you want to, you don't want to get rid of sex. Sex is brilliant. I had some wonderful sex recently. Uh, you can tell you're for drinking now yeah that's fine <laughs> <laughs> well you said we had to talk about sex I don't think you'd be willing that information very uh, very freely if if you hadn't oh no because I said that I said that in a light hearted way and also that's no insult or rudeness that's a compliment to my fair lady <laughs> to my fair lady yes so there's a couple of um, side notes they don't really fit anywhere so I'm just going to say them out loud um, young people between 15 and 24... Oh, I thought that was conclusive. I thought that was it. I thought we'd done. No, no, no. Just a couple of bits. This is this is not very interesting. I'll just chuck it oh. in anyway because I think it is interesting. Okay. okay. 15 to 24-year-olds accounted for 62% of those diagnosed with chlamydia, 52% with gonorrhea, 51% with genital warts, and 41 with genital herpes in 2015. And if we're looking on the other side of it, <laughs> Atlantic bottlenose dolphins can get genital warts. <laughs> So <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's something as well. Um, how is that <laughs> the other side of it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, baboons suffer from herpes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And also, I mean, this is going to yeah. really, this is going to blow your mind. Syphilis is common in rabbits. 
Not only do animals and humans have STIs, but some of these diseases might share a common history. You know? So did someone fuck a rabbit? Because obviously AIDS came from chimpanzees. Did someone fuck a rabbit? Well, this is what this um, scientist guy, his his name is Alonzo Aguirre. Oh no, who fucked the dolphin? Two or three of um, the major STIs in humans have come from animals. We know, for example, that gonorrhea came from cattle to humans. Syphilis also came to humans from cattle or sheep many centuries ago, probably Mm. sexually. Wow. That is a bombshell to end on. Yeah. Yeah. Because the inference is people have had sex with dolphins and rabbits. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're at, you're at like, <laughs> you know, Sea World, and you're a bit lonely. You've been working there for a while. And, and, and you just notice how friendly the dolphins' eyes are, you know? And they're the most intelligent creatures around. You know, they... You, and they like sex. They like they sex. Like sex. You know this. It's scientifically proven. I've, yeah, I've spoken about this in a previous episode. You're in there. You're, you're having a swim with them. You're, you're holding them. Oh, so soft, so slippy. Oh. And then all of a sudden, you've, you've caught your eyes, haven't you? You've caught your eyes. And then something's happening downstairs. He knows you want it. You know you want it. Eh? Get in that blowhole. That's all I can say. Make a little hole yeah, I in get there. That, but what about the rabbit? Uh, yeah, yeah. What? Well, to be fair, <laughs> poor little thing. Because that didn't want it. That didn't want to be picked up and fucked by a human. Pe- However small that guy's penis was, it did not want that to happen. Mm. And it must have been alive. Like you could imagine it being dead, but an alive little poor little rabbit being fucked, <laughs> and then running off. Yeah. And fucking other rabbits, yeah. which then. Spread the disease. Oh. Another couple of bits. Um, so obviously there was the chimp thing. Brings new meaning to the term rampant rabbit. Oh yeah. Well done, sir. Very good. Although rabbits are quite horny little fuckers, so maybe they like it. But they're rampant rabbits because they, they screw really quickly. And that's what that's the idea of the um, dildo as well, isn't it? <laughs> also, a couple of things that weren't mentioned. There's also um, koalas secrete. One of the STDs. Oh, chlamydia, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because one, one of the boys got it, didn't they? One of the um, lads from the popular band. I can't remember their name. Well done. Yeah. Harry. Um, one Direction. Harry's... You should know about that. In the first episode, that's all you could talk about was One Direction. Did I? Yeah. Oh, well, Britishness. Yeah, that was, a, that was a long time ago now. It was now. a long time ago now, yeah. We've grown so much. But they, one of them got chlamydia from a koala. At least that's what they said. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, they were probably dicking it about all the time as well, weren't they? Exactly. Um, and also, like, chimps and the AIDS thing. Was that was that a real thing as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there you I'm go. Sure, well, yeah, I believe it originated with chimpanzees. Yeah. So for it to spread from a chimpanzee to a person, someone must have contaminated their blood with the chimpanzee's blood. Yeah. So I guess you could do that by fighting a chimpanzee. Mm, it wasn't, though, was it, to be fair? I don't know, because I, th- I think a chimp would put up a fight. I don't think it would just go, come on, big fella. Yeah, uh, well, you say Let's that, have it. but chimps are pretty sexually um, sexually doing things all the time as well, aren't they? Yeah, and I guess, as you said in the previous episode, not previous, in one of the previous episodes, uh, humans and chimpanzees look similar-ish, so I guess a chimp would be like, yeah, he looks all right, he can fuck me. 
Yeah, and also, I mean, if you watch loads of documentaries, chimps don't give a fuck who they fuck. They'll fuck their sister, they'll fuck their mum, they'll fuck anything that walks. So if somebody's offering it, I reckon they'd probably be up for it as well. They'll also eat them, they're cannibalistic. Yeah, I know, it's disgusting. I never realised how disgusting chimps were until I watched documentaries about them. And now, I, yeah. I used to love them, and now I'm not so keen on them, because I think they're a bit no, they're, they're a bit primal, aren't they? Yes, yeah. they're pretty hor- horrifying if you actually look into them. I have a fair bit more that I... Oh, do you? I do, but I, I think that's that's fine for an episode, isn't it, really? Yeah, I think maybe come back to this in, like, a few years, yeah. when I've calmed down and relaxed and uh, gotten over this one. Well, I'm really surprised, because I didn't think we'd discuss the things that we discussed for so long, so... Yeah. Well, you have little faith in me, my friend. No, no, no. I can talk. It's not that. I'm it's not just, just a... a fact machine. I'm just a fact machine. I've got nothing to say, but my lips are free. Also, my lips are loose tonight. So I filled up some airtime. <laughs> I appreciated it all the same. However, I think that you are fully capable of hosting one, and I'm fully capable of being the funny one. Well, we'll find out soon enough, won't we? <laughs> so, James, how did you feel about that episode? I found it less uncomfortable than I thought it was going to be, but then I have had a fair few whiskies to get me through it. Um, do you do you feel like um, we could do another one at some point? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a shame that you think you, you can only do the sexual ones, because you've got more range. You could do anything. I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't be interested in those things, as we found out in previous episodes. <laughs> no, you're not interested in anything I ever talk about. <laughs> but actually researching that stuff myself, I wouldn't know what was interesting and what wasn't. Because my brain doesn't wire like that. No, but I don't know. It's a hit and miss thing. You just give it a go. You see what you see what sticks. Well, I can tell you this much, um, Mr. 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 Man. I'll tell you what sticks. Come when you've been in the bath. It sticks right in your hairs. You have to pick it all out. You can't just scrub it off. You have to pick it out. Sometimes you have to cut the hairs out. Only if you let it dry. It's a mess. Well, yeah, but if it's in the bath, you can get it out properly. Well, no, you can. If you've let it dry and you're out the bath, then yeah, that's a problem. You can get your stepdad's come out your legs. No, it was in the plug hole, actually. It wasn't on me. Oh, was... I thought it was on you. No, it was in the hairs that was left over in the plug hole. Oh, you should have left. Well, that wasn't clear from the story. We thought it was on you. Oh, people that listened to it. No, I was in the plug hole. Uh, uh, why did you clean it? Just leave it for someone else. Oh no, I just rinsed it around. I didn't actually do it. <laughs> just left it in there in amongst all the dirty hairs. Well, I'm sure you said you used your hands and you had to like pick it out. I'm sure that's what you said. Oh, I might have done and put it in. It. Well, I did it with a tissue. If I did. Whatever, but you ate it off. Yeah, and then I licked it and shoved it up my bum. Oh, oh, Jamie. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I started. That's a good end. (laughs) So thank you for listening to this episode of Jimbo Jamboree. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, It's weird for me to be doing this, isn't it, really? It's Jamie. It's not James. He's got a very smooth and silky, sexy voice. Ow! As usual, we'd like to thank the musical talents of, oh, what's that? Me. Yeah, Jamie Frost. Thank you very much. Also, thanks to James Doyle, Christopher Webb, Eric Skiff, and Catbox Music. You're all doing a ruddy, marvellous job.